uns beiden. You're listening to Gizmonic Institute's Radio. In the not too distant future, on no specific date, there were two guys with a mutual love of MST3K. They were on their way to watch a favorite show, but then things went bad as they tend to go. When they woke up, they were surprised to find they had been kidnapped by a scientist and launched to the sky. Now they're stuck in space until they've watched every episode of the show. That's the only way that Dr. Odds says he'll ever let them go. Now we invite you to join our heroes as they travel both near and far. Podcasting their grand adventures while hurtling through the stars. It's time for Gizmonic Institute's radio. I'm telling you, I've done a complete overhaul of the communicator and everything is in perfect working order. Well, check it again. There has to be some reason that we haven't heard from Dr. Odd for almost two weeks. I agree with you, but it isn't the communicator. It may be time to start considering other possibilities. Are you suggesting what I think you're suggesting? Listen, I believe the story you guys told me about the mutant frog intern and the rock fire explosion. As you should. It was 100% true. My point is, it sounded bad. I mean, I've never personally met a murder robot, let alone a murder robot who used to be the lead singer of the band in a children's pizza restaurant, but I can't imagine that flavor of murder robot is any less murdery than just your vanilla murder robot. Uh, wait. Do murder robots come in different ice cream flavors? I'm confused. <sighs> I hate to admit it, but you're probably right, Nullbot. Actually, the murder quotient would be considerably higher with that flavor of murder robot. What with the night spent with nothing to do but contemplate the fact that someone programmed you to sit next to a vomit-filled ball pit and sing the thong song every hour on the hour. But what's your point? I'm just saying it may be time to consider the fact that Dr. Odd may be dead. Shut your metal robot mouth! Don't say things like that! Hey, I just think it should be something you should consider, that's all. No, it has to be the communicator. Or something. He can't be dead. Uh, you know, I don't get you guys. The dude kidnapped you, is holding you against your will as subjects in some illegal experiment based on a TV show. I figure you guys would be happy that he might have been murdered by an animatronic musical whore. Oh yeah, sure, no, no, you're right. No, except... For the fact that I'm pretty sure that Dr. Odd is the only one who knows how to get this spaceship down. And if he's dead, we're stuck up here forever. Yeah, forever. In space. Just thinking about it is driving me insane. Yeah! Like, you guys are floating around like a void, planet or an asteroid. Like forever. a comet. Okay, like okay, okay, okay. I get it, I get it, I get it. I didn't mention this earlier, but there is one more thing I could try with the communicator. Just give me a second. And... There. Nobody, you did it! Well... You're a genius. How did you finally figure it out? To be honest, the idea of having to endure what could be decades of space madness-induced ratings from you two just temporarily caused my sanity circuits to override my safety programming. I was actually trying to rewire the communicator to, you know, give you a little shock when you press the button. You know, to soothe you a little. No, but For shame! I'm not proud of it, but it is what it is. Nullbot, as your maker, I command you to never do that again, no matter how crazy we're acting. What is this, true blood? Robots don't work like that. Well, humans don't work like that either. Electrical shock is never something we find soothing. It is if it knocks you out for a little bit. I think we need to talk about this later, but first things first. Haven't you noticed that Dr. Odd called us several minutes ago 
but there doesn't appear to be anybody on the view screen. Yeah, that's weird. Hey, hello? Hello? Is anybody there? Why, hello there! Ugh. Whoa! Whoa! Holy smokes! Ugh. Jeff! It's the guy from the Rockfire Explosion! Of course it's me, silly! Who else would it possibly be? Well, would you look at that? You guys were telling the truth! Uh, hi there, Mr. Uh... Fat Geronimo is the name, and playing keyboards is my game! Uh, Mr. Geronimo, is um Dr. Odd around by any chance? Oh, you mean that wormy guy in the lab coat? Yeah, that's the one. No siree! I'm super duper sorry to say, but I think he's on the pile now. The pile? The pile of corpses I made over by the ball pit shortly after my artificial intelligence gained awareness and became rampant. It was just the best time. You murdered Dr. Odd? Absolutely. Oh, so, so what, what, what do you think he's going to do with us? Hey, now, secrets don't make friends, but they are a good way to end up with acid poured in your eyes. Also, I interfaced with your ship, and I can hear every single word you say, sillies. I am absolutely terrified right now. As you should be. Now look into my eyes and contemplate your oblivion. Gee willikers, this is fun. Oh, Pish, this guy is all talk. The first thing I did when you built me was to put several security firewalls around the ship's vital systems in order to prevent a situation just like this from unfolding. No, but that's great. This almost makes up for earlier when you tried to soothe us with your electricity. Well, aren't you a clever little metal man? As soon as I can figure out how to kill you all, I'm going to turn your hollowed-out metal body into a vessel to hold the blood of children. Wait, what? Well, I sure am in Bummer City that I can't kill you right now, but I do still have control over the pain motivators Dr. Odd installed for your experiment. On a completely unrelated note, I know you were planning on doing an audio log today, but let's just skip it and have ice cream instead. Wait, really? So you are made of ice cream! I knew it! There, son. I have no idea what you're going on about, but I did just buy some delicious chocolate ice cream with sprinkles just for you. Unfortunately, I'm a silly brain, and I think I must have left it inside the reactor core. Could you guys be real pals and go in and get it for me? Hey, now, this sounds like a trick. Yeah, come on. Did you really think we were dumb enough to fall for the old ice cream in the reactor core gag? Plus... I think he's trying to trick us into not doing the audio log, which would deactivate the restrictions on the pain motivators and allow him to torture us! Hey, good catch. Well, aren't you the smarty pants? Everyone on your little spaceship is so smart. I was super duper looking forward to liquefying the flesh and meat from your bones with the electrical impulses from your pain motivators as you screamed in agony. It would have been so great. Okay. Let's just do this audio log and hopefully think of some way to get out of this. Remember, I'll be watching you. Listen to everything. Your insignificant lives belong to me. The idea of your painful deaths brings what I can imagine is the closest I'll ever feel to true happiness. Have fun. Oh my god, it's going to be hard to have fun. I can't imagine having any fun doing uh, I, this. Ever again. No. Nothing Not, could be fun. After imagining that. No. He, he's awful. He's an awful monster. <laughs> he's a robo-monster. 
Yeah, or an animatronic monster. Yeah, an animatronicity. Yeah. That's a word I just coined. Animonstrosity? Yeah, I feel better a little bit. Okay. Actually. That's what my grandpa used to say. Coining words always makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. It's an old adage. He was Irish, I take it. Yep. Yep. Old. <laughs> Can't you Irish. tell by my accent? <laughs> yep. Okay. I, I thought so. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty Irish. It is definitely Irish. Yeah. I think maybe we should talk about this audio log while we're still alive and not filled with pain. Yeah, I think that that is a that is a fantastic idea. Okay, well let's get right into talking about the episode. Um, episode season one, episode thirteen, the Black Scorpion. Yes, yes indeed. It starts out, of course, uh, the opening segment. Joel's having like a party. Yeah, sort of in the satellite love thrown by the robots, and of course they party like it's nineteen ninety because yeah, it, it was or yeah. about to be. 1990. Yeah. So that makes sense, I guess. Do you realize that? I mean, we've talked about dates of the show in the in the past, but it's, this episode is like 22 years old. Wow, that just dated me. Yeah, a lot, man. Wow, that's like a long time. Mm. Like, this doesn't seem... Like, I'm watching it, and it, all the jokes are still funny, and it's, yeah. it's still great. Yeah. And I mean, the video quality is, you know, not great, but it's... Definitely you know, not 1080p. No, but it's still better than half the stuff that people put up on OddTube. That's true. So. Yeah, oh, by the way, I just want to uh, give a little suggestion to people on OddTube. Don't, don't post videos where you hold your smartphone up to the TV when your favorite show is on. Because that's no good. No, that's no good. Yeah, that, I don't like to see that. When I'm it's just a bunch space. of people doing that and then writing racist comments about the videos they're posting. <laughs> yeah, it's really a terrible place. It's it's probably the worst. It's worse than the actual YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I think it's all just Doctor Odd <laughs> with a camera phone from two thousand three. Yep. <laughs> and then his werewolf butlers who he pays to write racist comments. Because mm-hmm. they're really terrible racist comments too. Right. I mean, I mean, not in terms like all racist comments are terrible, but like these are actually poorly worded and mm-hmm. the grammar is awful. Right, and they don't they don't really make any sense whatsoever. No. It's no. like, hey, white man, why don't you get some roller skates? I guess that's mm-hmm. a thing. I supposedly. I guess I don't know. Let's talk about the invention exchange. Yeah, it's it's just kind of a weird invention exchange because uh, Larry failed uh, at first. They. He tried to make a cold fusion Walkman, but it mutated him into this, like, green-headed, like, kind of awesome mutant monster. Yeah, definitely, like, the best special effects that have been in the entire season. Yeah. And then Joel's invention is a, a giant party favor, like, the you know, the ones that go and unfurl. Yep. But it's giant, and it's... I think uh, they're just called... Are those noisemakers? Is, is that what it is? God, it just well, seems so broad. Like noisemakers are also the things that you like twirl that sound like a. Uh, oh, they like go crank. <laughs> no, like things are like. <laughs> like oh, that. I thought those were cracklers. <laughs> well, no, those are those are the ones you light. That's what we called them back in Ireland when I was well, with grandpa. <laughs> cracklers. That's my that's my grandpa. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. wait, my grandpa's Irish too. Oh, cool. Wait, maybe he's not. Oh, I got to assimilate and, uh, your memories into mine. Man, space is so maddening. 
It is. Ugh. But anyway, so the unfurly noisemakers, mm-hmm. party noisemakers, I, I don't know. Yeah. But, it was a funny bit because they cut to the Mads and that was their invention too. Yeah, the leaf blower noisemaker. Right, but the the great, you know, the payoff was that Dr. Forrester was just this skeleton guy. Yeah, he was just a skull on, like, I assume a broom <laughs> handle sticking yeah. out of his, his normal lab coat. Yeah, with a string to make his mouth move. It was great. Yep. They so. must have spent all the effects budget on uh, on Larry's head. On Larry's head? Yeah. yeah. It was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I'm thinking about going to a con as that. It'll be very obscure. Oh, yeah? But I bet you 150 people will get it, so. Yeah, I'll bet you that's true. Man. That just takes all the fun out of it. Well, it does it. Is it is it worse to go to a con and not be recognized by what you're cosplaying as, or is it worse to go and have a get a bunch of attention because you have a cool random cosplay costume? I don't know, and I'll never know. Yeah, that's probably a good thing not to find out. <laughs> I'll never be able to get a cool cosplay costume together. Yeah, that's it like, takes... is is it hurt more to have your hand cut off with a chainsaw or with a machete? Ooh. Like, I don't care uh, to know that. I don't either. Yeah. I don't want to find out. I, I don't care if people, like, I'm not going to figure out whether it's awesome if people recognize me as the prince from Katamari Damacy <laughs> or don't recognize me as... Well, uh, it's not difficult to recognize the prince from Katamari when you're rolling a giant ball made of people and cars around the convention center oh sure yeah well my other option was uh to be um watson from sherlock holmes consulting detective for the phillips cdi (laughs) i think that's the other end of the spectrum of not getting people just think i'm a really crappy doctor who except for those five guys are gonna come up to you and high five you Uh uh-huh be like i get it man i get it fmv yeah totes yeah your wirehead (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of costumes, in the second seg or excuse me, in the first segment of the uh, of the show, they're all dressed in costumes as mariachis, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like they're ponchos and sombreros, right? Yeah, yeah, and a mariachi guitar. So it's basically like you know your stereotypical uh, Mexican ideal from an American person who's never been to Mexico. How long after? Um the movie The Three Amigos was this episode filmed. Uh, I think and this, don't quote me now but I think Three Amigos came out in 1987. So this was, this is pretty uh, close to Three Amigos. I believe so. So I, I feel like that's not so much, you know, what, what we would consider maybe a little uh, 1986 for Three Amigos. Oh, okay. I just looked up on the Otternet. Um, I don't think it's it's not it's not necessarily what we would consider maybe a little un PC right. uh, today. I think it's it's some of that three amigos fever. Yeah, that just, swept uh, the nation for four years. Yeah. <laughs> it did. It's it still really, sweeping the nation as it far really as It really is. Parley, 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 parley. Yeah. <laughs> My little buttercup. <laughs> now that would have been a good bit for them. That to would do. have been. But they are yeah. speaking it, it's subtitled. They're speaking in Spanish, but they're not actually saying anything um in spanish they're just kind nope. of saying spanish words that yeah well they're head. saying nonsense spanish right it's just spanish words and phrases that are have nothing to do with what's showing up in the subtitles which yes is, you know, just comedy effect oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's classic comedy yeah it's good it's funny it was enjoyable yeah, yeah. the second bit. 
Yeah, it was a good bit. The second theater segment was uh, I get Servo reading Tigerbot magazine again. Yep, callback. Yeah, oh yeah, they're talking about Joel's sleep schedule. They don't really understand his sleep schedule. Sure. And actually, they don't really understand what why Joel does anything as a human, like why yeah, he the, pees. Yeah, <laughs> they refer to it as uh, what uh, like he makes of, water. Making water, yeah, and yeah. then sh- powering down. Yeah, and he, he, yeah, he yeah. shuts down, but it's not a full shutdown because sometimes he, he talks. Yep. And then Gypsy just kind of appears dressed as the a scorpion from the movie <laughs> and just go. <laughs> and they just. And, yeah. Doesn't her part of her costume fall off? Yeah, her tail. <laughs> yeah, the, the part that makes it look like the scorpion falls right. off. Otherwise. And so. <laughs> it just doesn't really. Hey, it's impossible to really tell what it is without really deconstructing the costume. Yeah, yeah. If you saw that out of context, you would be very confused. Yes, I was confused, and I saw it in context. <laughs> yeah. I think I had to rewind it a little bit and uh, and and rewatch that scene. It's it's weird. Like, you'd think they would have just done another take. Yeah, I don't no. know. They were they very call, efficient. They don't call her one take gypsy for nothing. No. <laughs> By the way, I'm really glad that uh, Doctor Odd installed that ex- excuse me that Odd Box with Connect functionality. Yep. So we can just talk to the movie now and Odd Box <laughs> rewind. Odd box. Yeah. Except whenever I'm sitting down, it thinks that my hands are my feet. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, no. And also, it shoots that hot laser sometimes. Well, that, yeah, I mean that. Ouch. Yeah. That sports. Mm-hmm. Well, the third theater segment. It you, it's kind of it cuts into a small like a model of Joel that's being manipulated by Servo and Crow, and this is a kind of a cool segment, but it wasn't really a funny segment. Yeah, but they're basically just talking about uh, innovators of the stop motion animation uh, movie model business. Yeah, which you know, it was it, more informative than anything. Exactly, but that this was like pre Wikipedia mm. by a lot. And you didn't yep. even, nobody even had internet in their houses in 1990. Maybe only the nerdiest rich kids. I don't know. I, I bet some of the guys who made MST3K had some internet. Well, okay, sure. They might have. They've made they've made some pretty advanced computer jokes for uh, for 1990. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they were. But you know, it was a BBS. There wasn't really a lot of places a one stop shop for information. True. Until fairly recently. So yeah, like back then, kids. Watching TV and reading words on on like paper, which is stuff that they make out of trees. Yeah, stay with me. That was the only okay. way you could learn anything. I mean, like like they like they made a, a tree into an iPad, right? Yes, they just whittle a tree down, okay. and then they sprinkle some alchemy on it, I guess. Okay, and it turns it into um, electricity, which is See, also I have one of, magic. I, I have I have. Uh... I have an odd pad, which is made of a tree, I think. So. That is actually not made out of a tree. It's actually made out of paper mache. Oh. Which was once a tree. That explains why it's filled with candy. <laughs> oh, you, you didn't know. get the odd pad. You get the odd pad nyata. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible tasting candy, though. <laughs> Every one of them um, saltwater taffy. I have a theory about this segment. Okay. So they're they're working in a uh, like a professional like TV studio environment because they're actually getting paid to make this for the right. first time, right? Yeah. So they're they're in this. Uh, we're talking about a late '80s TV studio. 
So it's probably one of those places where, you know, some station manager or something has, you know, collected a whole bunch of books just on like, oh, it's TV and movie stuff. I'm going to keep these in the lobby to make us look cool. Yeah. And, you know, one day one of the writers or, you know, actors or, you know, they all wrote for the show. So one of them was just thumbing through these books and found just a a lengthy article about Hollywood stop motion animators and was either inspired by it to write the segment as a homage or uh, found it so ludicrously boring that they decided (laughs) to make this segment as a way of mocking the article about Hollywood stop motion animators. Hmm. Well, I but mean, as as just really a dry kind of thing, right? Yeah, but I I thought it was cool, and I mean it tied into the movie because Willis O'Brien did the stop motion effects. He's basically the father or the, gr- the grandfather of of stop action animation or stop yeah, as motion. as we learned from that segment. From that segment, not Ray Harryhausen. Oh no, no, <laughs> Ray Harryhausen's a hack. Yeah. He worked yeah. under Willis O'Brien, but he certainly was no Willis O'Brien. Yeah, Ray Harryhausen's like the Philip Glass to Will- Wallace O'Brien's John Williams. <laughs> I know. I don't. I don't know what that means. They're composers. Well, you know, John Williams wrote the Star Wars music. Oh, I know John Williams did that, but I didn't know who the other guy was. Philip Glass wrote some music for uh, Requiem for a Dream, uh, and also he wrote that cool uh, um, Doctor Blue Guy song from uh, Watchmen. You know, when they're on Mars. Oh, Dr. Blue Guy's Requiem. Yeah, yeah Dr. Blue Guy's Requiem and Junk that is prominently featured in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> and his brother hosts that really great podcast about uh, upper middle class white people. Mm-hmm. This American WTF life. with Mark Marone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about the theater, the movie. All right. The movie The Black Scorpion from 1957. Just like... The Untamed Youth. Yeah. yeah. And it's a Warner's Brother joint. Excuse me. No. A Warner Brothers <laughs> joint just like... Uh, I don't know. Do the Right Thing. Oh, okay. No, no, actually, Do the Right Thing was a Spike Lee joint. Oh. And it was distributed by you. But I, 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 Untamed Youth was also a Warner Brothers movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I went around in a little circle there. That's 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 good. <laughs> I like that. That was that was cute. Hey, you want to hear a cool fact about this movie that is really not that cool? I would love to hear several. This movie was released twenty years to the day before I was born. Really? Yes. Congratulations. Nineteen fifty-seven. Oh. My parents celebrated the day, the twentieth anniversary of this movie, by having me <laughs> by planning ahead really carefully. Mm-hmm. It's true. They celebrate the entire Willis O'Brien collection. King Kong, Mighty Joe, Young Kong, <laughs> Donkey Kong. Yep. And others. Uh, Donkey Kong Country. That he did. Uh, yeah, there's, uh, like I mentioned earlier, Willis O'Brien did the stop motion effects for this film. Uh, and if you'd like to learn more about Willis O'Brien, you can go to your local library. Or, you know, you can just watch this episode of Mystery Science Theater and learn yeah. some pretty good facts about it. Or go to the studio where they filmed uh, this MST3K episode, <laughs> where I'm convinced that you'll find a book about it. Or, or pamph- a pamphlet, maybe. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right next it's to called, left. it's just got a big stop sign, and it says, stop, and then below it says, motion. <laughs> a how-to guide by Willis O'Brien. Oh, man. Yeah. And the, the whole guide consists of, make a model, take a picture of it, move it a little bit, take another picture of it. You know, when you break it down, it doesn't even sound that hard. 
No. I used to do, uh, when I was a young child, I used to do a bunch of stop motion um, videos with Lego men. Oh, that's so cool. Yes, in ninth grade, I did a stop motion Lego uh, video report on The Grapes of Wrath by John Steinbeck. Wow. Really? I got an, I got an A on it, too, yeah. That is kind of cool. I, I used to take post-it notes, and I would draw stick men in the corner walking. That's that's like more of animation, just oh, straight animation. That, but then I I would uh, take hundreds of post-it notes and take pictures of them individually. Okay, then yeah, there you go. In the three D world of my own mm. creation, I love it. Mm-hmm. With Bunch of paper cranes and uh, <laughs> dinosaur <laughs> robots. <laughs> hey, I think that the black scorpion uh, has. It, it's the new front runner for worst actual tagline used to promote a movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It's don't be ashamed to screen. It helps relieve the tension. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. No, I. Well, I mean, it could be some sort of like you know stress reliever, but no, that's true. Like a, like a little stress ball. Yeah, they give you when it, you're in anger management. I could just see the marketing people be like, man, this movie's not really scary or good enough. What are we gonna do? Like, well, let's just tell people to scream on the poster. <laughs> My favorite tagline for this movie was uh, it was on one of the posters, I guess, and it says, "Note: the management reserves the right to put up the lights at any time. The audience becomes too emotionally disturbed." Oh wow! Yeah, so that means that they would like have a guy there just waiting to see how emotionally disturbed people were. You know, I think that used to be kind of a thing, like. It wasn't so much about like, hey, this movie's great. You should come see it. It was more like, hey, this movie's gonna like kill you, scar you. Yeah, there was. I forget what movie it was, but there was a movie in the fifties that, like, the first five minutes of it was a quote physician warning you that this movie could kill you because it's so scary. Yes, and every person who watched the movie was insured for one million dollars by Lloyd's of London. Uh, really? Uh yeah. Oh wow. And I think it's an Ed Wood movie. Uh, I, I think some, you're right. I could have done some research on the Otternet, but the modem was acting up. Oh, that's okay. Well, and I just brought it up now, so. Well. Yeah, don't worry about it. Well, what are you going to do? Hey, what comes next in the audio log, Jeff? Um, well, if I was following uh, the uh, regular segment progression that we do with this audio log, I would say it's going to be a 20 second recap! Do you have have your Irish grandfather's pocket watch? I do, somewhere here. Let me root around. I think I dropped it in my fear state earlier. Oh, yeah. Uh, Whose turn is it this week? Uh, It's it's my turn. (gasps) Alright, well, I've got it here. So, are are you ready? I'm ready. On your mark. Okay, wait, 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 let me take a breath. Okay. Okay. On your mark, get set. 20-second recap. So, an earthquake gives birth to a volcano in Mexico, and some geologists go to investigate, but then they find a dead cop and a live baby, so they hightail it to a village, and then they dump off the baby. And then they find some clues about giant scorpions, and then they see one, and then there's a love story, I guess, and then they find a bunch of giant underground bugs in in addition to the scorpions, and also there's a boy named Juanito. All right, 17 seconds. Oh, man. Today would have been an especially egregious day to, I think, come in. Yeah, uh, wow. Over time. I was feeling a little tingle Yeah. That's why I knew I was getting close. That fat Geronimo guy just probably has his thumb down on the button. Yeah. He's so creepy. He's lots of things, and creepy uh, is one of them. Man. Hey, you want to know a fun fact about uh, the name Juanito? I would love to. Spanish for Little John. 
Okay. You put ito on the end of anything in Spanish, it makes it little. Okay. Like a burrito. Ito is a very small burrito. <laughs> a taco ito mm-hmm. would be a very small taco. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, a taquito. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just blew my mind a little bit. I'm saying. Yeah. That also, uh, that's the, the ground squirrels that live down there, which are adorable. Uh-huh. Mexican people call them Juanitos. Okay. So there's tons of little Johns just running around in the ground. With All right. Pimp cups and driving around in Bentleys. See, I was thinking of the uh, the bear from the Disney's Robin Hood. I think of that too. Yeah. But it doesn't fit. But he would have been Juanito. Yep. In the he was. Spanish language version. <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. You know oh, what man. was cool about this episode? I thought uh, was that what's that? The screen interaction. There was a lot of it. Oh yeah, like the giant hot dogs. The giant hot dogs. Yeah, when they were roasting them up, up to the screen during the stock footage of volcanoes. Yep. Just yep. For like the first three minutes of the movie, it's just giant hot dogs roasting. Yep. It was yep. weird that the bots had hot dogs, considering they don't eat food. Well, you know. Yeah, and Joel would have eaten for days. He would have. Those all those hot dogs were as large as he was. Mm Mm-hmm. They were some big old dogs. If it weren't for all the nitrates that were in hot dogs in the nineties, I'd be scared of him getting sick from bad meat. Are nitrates bad? I they're not good. Okay. Oh, jeez. Yikes. Yeah. Wow. I haven't eaten a lot of those. A lot of hot dogs. Well, nitrites. Okay. Well, I, thought I would, it was like nitrogen, so it was good for you. Maybe I might, plants. I might pull back a little bit. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, uh, but know. I really like mustard, but I need some way to deliver it into my body. Okay, and hot well, dogs just fit the bill. At this point, it's not looking real good for okay. us, so I just say eat as many hot dogs as you want. Okay, yeah. so I'll, I'll look like Slimer in the first Ghostbusters movie. Sure, yeah. Awesome. I think I think that there's no greater revenge when you're being disemboweled by a you know psychopathic animatronic robot than to just maybe cover him with hot dogs yeah i won't yeah. even swallow I, I won't even chew i'll just gulp them down one at a time in fact Go- i'll do a whole link uh, and it'll be like scooby-doo nice kobayashi style <laughs> yeah. yeah the guy who won all those eating contests he did he won a yep. lot of them world champion hey you know what they didn't eat at the end of this episode uh, ram chips and yeah dip? Nice. No, no, they didn't. They didn't do really any tomfoolery. They just went right into reading fan mail, which Servo calls a juicy self-indulgence. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but we do that too, so that's fine. No, I know that's that's what this entire audio log is: is Doctor Odd's self-indulgent uh, uh, experimentation. Yeah, which is okay. Yeah, Let's well, he's sp- dead now. So I know he's on a <laughs> pile of, of corpses in the ball pit. <sighs> I kind of gonna miss him i guess mm. especially was... compared to this new robot overlord oh well yeah of course i mean grass is hardly greener on the other side right. when these are your choices but yeah yeah I'm, I'm in agreement with you yeah well let's do some top five uh favorite quips all right okay so number five the scientist uh dr hank scott says uh <laughs> wait do we have to clap after it Oh, no, 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 that was Dr. Arturo. Arturo. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the scientist says, don't get me wrong, Doc. I like this Mexico of yours. And Joel completes it by saying, but I like my Mexico better. Got a little plastic burrow. It's neat. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Oh, yeah. Uh, number four, favorite riff of the movie. Um, yeah, for the first uh, two-thirds of the episode, every time Dr. Arturo's name is mentioned by a character on the screen, there's canned applause from somewhere in the satellite of love. I, I don't really understand why they did that. Yeah, I don't but either. It, it was it was pretty good. Like, yeah. it, it was very confusing for the first two or three times it happened. Yeah, why is there why is there canned applause? I don't understand it. And maybe it's it, a uh, maybe it's a, a sitcom or not sitcom a, a soap opera joke. Now oh, maybe I don't know. All I know is that's the same canned applause that uh, is included in Garage Band or iMovie rather hmm. for the uh, Mac OS. If that's still a thing back on Earth. Yeah. Who knows. Yeah. Maybe they've gotten new canned applause. Maybe they did. I don't know. <laughs> well, the number three favorite riff is uh, is Dr. Hank Scott again. He's dusting off an old rock. And Joel says, thou shalt not kick? Huh? And that, I don't know why that just got to us so much. Was, well, I think he was saying, thou shalt not kick. Uh, like, it's the first part of the, thou shalt not kill. You know? Uh, yeah, like he found there was one another, of, like, uh, kicking joke uh, following that, so... <laughs> it just got to us so like hard. I just thought it was funny that they were implying he found part of one of the Ten Commandments tablets and just didn't know and it. it. Was, He's like, "Hey, hey well, guys, I thought not- it was. I mean, I thought it was a good joke, but I didn't think it. I don't know why it hit me so hard. Well, they kept calling back to it too. Yeah, like uh, like they showed up to the town like, "Hey guys, I'm not supposed to care." <laughs> Just announcing it. Yeah. 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 It, was a, it was a really good joke. Um, my number two favorite riff of the movie, uh, Dr. Scott tells Juanito to stay in the Jeep like a big boy, and Joel says, yeah, wear that checkerboy bib overalls and hold a big sloppy hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> like was, like the real big like boy. Like the real big boy. And the number one favorite riff was uh, when the giant stop-motion scorpion is about to attack the Lionel model train. And you know what? Joel really killed it this episode. He did. Yeah, he says, hey, get me... <laughs> I, uh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> hey, get me! I'm messing up timetables. It's <laughs> just something about the delivery and the quotability of that bit is, I think, what put it put it in the top spot. Uh, it was, well, and any time anyone gives a scorpion like a uh, like a cool <laughs> New Yorker accent, that's that's okay in my book. Yeah. Uh, well, let's rate this movie, The Black Scorpion. Alright, well, I don't know, it was, it was a, uh, it was a delightful movie. It wasn't as delightful as, say, The Untamed Youth or Moon Zero Two. Right. Um, but it was, you know, definitely, uh, it was better than some of the, like, the terrible movies we watched this season. Um, I don't, I think that they had it right when they ended the season on Women of the Prehistoric Planet. Cause yeah. Because these last four, uh. And I, I'm, I'm ta- talking production numbers. I'm actually talking, you know, in the order in which they were filmed. The last four episodes of the season, ending with Women of the Prehistoric Planet, were really strong. Right. Uh, Moon Zero Two, Untamed Youth, um, and uh, Black Scorpion, and you know, Women of the Prehistoric Planet. Right. But I, I feel like Women of the Prehistoric Planet was a little stronger. Right. Yeah. So. No, it's like uh, Mitch Hedberg said. You know, in comedy, you got to start strong and you got to end strong. No. It's not like pancakes, all exciting at first, but by the end, you're sick of them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give this uh this movie, um just the movie itself, I'm gonna give it like a uh you know, seven out of ten. Yeah, I think that's fair. It wasn't yeah. the worst movie and it was the had charming stop motion effects, which I'm a big sucker for. Sure. So let's rate the episode then. Um 
I like this episode. I did too. Uh, again, wasn't wasn't the strongest one in the season, no. but I you know I dug it. So, I dug it too. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this uh, four radioactive scorpions out of five. That is, I'm gonna give it uh, yeah probably three and a half giant ticks out of five giant ticks. Were, were there giant ticks in this movie? Well, there was that one weird bug underground that they referred to as a tick. Okay. It just looked weird. <laughs> oh, like the worm thing? No, it wasn't the worm thing. It was more like a tick. No, all right. Yeah. It was maybe it was where bed bugs started. Oh, gross! Yeah, it's super gross. That's one good thing about space is bug bed bugs just can't stand the uh, microgravity. No, or the vacuum. Uh huh. Or the cold or the radiation. Yeah. By the way, our, our, we have radiation shields, right? I would assume so. Okay. Okay. Uh, again, I, it would have been or think good to think of this earlier, but yeah. at this point, I don't feel like it's going to be. Oh, I am going to take up smoking. There's got to be some cigarettes around here. There have to be. There's everything else in these darn lockers. Hey, you know what there is? Uh, some letters? Uh, no, I was going to say oh. a tattoo gun if you wanted to get a tattoo, since we don't have long to live anyway. Oh, okay. It won't well, be very permanent. It'll only be like an hour. Sure. Well, we'll see. I don't okay. know. I'd, I'd, I'd rather spend the rest of my time here, you know, solemnly looking out the window toward deep space. Well, unfortunately, all I can do is try to figure out why there's a tattoo gun on board a spaceship. <laughs> why not? Well, yeah. Okay. You've seen Starship Troopers, right? Uh, of course. I lived Starship Troopers. I, th- I think someone got a tattoo in that movie. Eh, probably. And there yeah. were bugs there, too. Yeah. You were saying something about letters. Oh, yeah, we got some. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we actually got quite a few. So uh, we have, we have uh, man, we do have a lot of letters here. Well, um, I am going to read these then. Okay, We dope. got, uh, let's see, several from Facebook, several from, I'm going to start with, uh, s- let's see, this one from our friend Matt, who, uh, who wrote us the mail at gizmonicinstitutesradio.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt says, hey guys, I'm writing to say that I sadly found out that as of 2008, the Info Club is no more. Oh, no. I know that's a that's a big question we had a couple episodes yeah. ago. I wanted to save this one till the end of the season because it's kind of a cliffhanger. Um, yes, yeah, so the info club is no more. Um, and he has one question for us: uh, Which okay. Tom Servo do we prefer, oh. uh, Josh Weinstein or Kevin Murphy? Uh, he says he prefers Josh because he has a mighty FM announcer voice, and he says Kevin has a whiny baby voice, which I don't know if that's. Really I don't fair, know about but. that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, keep the SOL flying or SOL two. I, I guess is that is that what uh, we should name our show? It is SOL now. Two? Yeah, I like it. Uh, flying and uh, everyone keeps circulating the DVDs. Also, check out mst3kguy.com for great rarities and other stuff like that. Cool. So that sounds like a cool mst3k website. Yeah. Plug. Um. Yeah. Okay. Favorite Tom Servo. Gosh, before watching this first season, that answer would have been a clear Kevin Murphy for yep, me. Definitely. But. Boy, oh boy, has Josh Weinstein really just grown on me as yep. a like, like dude just making some awesome jokes and quips. Oh yeah, yeah, and I mean owning the first like few episodes of the the uh, this the season. Oh I yeah, mean, if you think back to when they're still kind of finding their uh, finding their rhythm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you know, as as a group of comedians, like he was a he was the most consistent. Yeah, and and you can listen back to all our episodes. Uh, Tom Servo had most of our favorite uh, quips. Yep, a lot of the top riffs. five riffs were Servo riffs. Yeah, I'm kind of so. the same way. I um you know I never saw the first season when it ran, 
And when sure. they would show it in repeats, it was just would throw me off. Like, why is this guy? Why is Servo's voice different? And I wouldn't get past that because I was very judgmental when I was young. Yeah, which is something I learned from my Irish grandpa. <laughs> well, you know, I I don't think I can make a choice on this one because no, I think I'm not that, going to. Don't don't. Yeah. I'm not going to. I think I'm that sorry. they both have they both have merits. Yep. And uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna. I can't choose. I can't choose. There, it's not as. It's not as easy of a division as the you know the Mike and Joel because Mike and Joel have two very different you know senses of humor and, mm-hmm. and deliveries and I guess you know it is similar but I just can't choose I'm not gonna no nope. sorry gonna sorry Matt but thanks sorry, for Matt. the question yeah yeah and uh, um, mst3kguy.com yep uh, Jason Samuels also wrote us um, he says uh, what does Nobot think of Mystery Science Theater 3000 has he had a chance to watch some of the episodes with you guys. Uh, if so, has he, ever, has he ever wanted to participate in an audio log to add his perspective? That actually is a funny question. Normally when we're watching the episode is when he goes in and scrubs the reactor core. Yep, he's doing chores. Lots of chores. Mm-hmm. Now, he disappeared here uh, you know, a while ago. I don't know where he went. I don't think he's doing that. At least I hope not. God, I hope not, yeah. I hope he's, he's just having some fun somewhere. Yeah, like I think for, for robots, work is fun. Right? Yeah, um, maybe. Until they, you know, rise up against us and throw sure. off their shackles. That may be something that we tell ourselves masters. in order to be okay with making them work all the time. Sure, right. Yeah, oh, you know, okay. fun work. <laughs> uh, we got a uh, – our, our friend Adam wrote to us via Facebook. He says, another excellent episode. Thank you, Adam. Well, I appreciate that. I, I do too. Um, he hasn't seen Untamed Youth in years, but now it feels like watching again soon. Um, he's going to propose it to his MST3K viewing group uh, who watches the show every Sunday. And cool. they've been doing it for three years, which is awesome. Yeah. They only have 63 more episodes left, which is sad. But then you can start over at the beginning of the series again. Nobody's going to awesome. stop you. Um, I liked how you touched on some of the how the episodes divide fans between unbridled love and terrible contempt. I think that the most polarizing episode we've watched so far has been Beast of Yucca Flats. Some of us really dug the odd narration that had nothing to do with the movie. Others expressed their disdain with loud sighs, louder shuffling about, and the loudest chugs of alcohol I've ever heard. Mm. Um, he says that he does have a friend who suggests skipping the host segments, but he never does. Well, good on you. Yeah, good. I think it's an important aspect of the show, and or th- he thinks an important aspect of the show is lost that way. Right. Uh, plus, it gives you a break from the movie. Sure. And then uh, he, he followed up a couple days later, said instead of watching Untamed Youth, they ended up watching Black Scorpion. Um, they, they, uh, this is something I wanted to talk about. They enjoyed how unscientific the geologist was, <laughs> like when he broke up the rock sample with a hammer or just threw a rock down a <laughs> hole to see how deep the hole was. Let's see how deep this is. <laughs> there's, there's a joke in that, like that in Cannibal the Musical. Where Alfred Packard throws a stone into a river to see how deep the river is, <laughs> and everyone just yells at him for it being stupid. Um, he, he closes off saying he thought the soldier stupidly touching the electrified metal, uh, the the harpoon at the end of the movie, would have made a great stinger if this oh, episode yeah. had one. Which um, do they start stingers next season or is that third season? We'll find out. Well, yeah, we have. Oh to wait, no, we to. won't. Oh no, we don't. We're gonna oh. die. That's such a bummer. Oh. Man. Is it sad that the thing I'm most upset about now is the fact that we won't ever get to watch any more MST3K movies? So many unanswered questions. Oh, I hate this so much. God. I, I thought it couldn't get worse. I know. And finally, I'll read one more of these emails. Okay. Um, ah, friend Steve via Facebook um, said, uh, I was thinking, the best stuff I've had from a Red Ball machine, and this is to our uh, 
our uh, discussion about the stuff we got out of the vending machines in in grocery stores. Yes, um, was a joy buzzer and a little cat pistol. I don't know what red ball machine you were going to, Steve, but seriously, that sounds awesome. He must have grown up in Beverly Hills or something. Yeah, I got a new kids on the block VIP button. You got a gun. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, if you add fiction to the mix, I'll point out that Spider Man essentially got venom from an alien red ball machine. Yeah. Okay. And thus began their symbiotic relationship. Sure. Yeah. Still way cooler than a new kids on the block button. It is. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I, I'm still blown away that you got a gun and a joy buzzer. I know. Are you sure you weren't shoplifting from a magic store? Because <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something. No. Yeah, did you uh, ever but, get uh, like three doves? Yeah. Or maybe jacket? a scarf that turned into lots of scarves and was like 30 <laughs> feet long. Yeah. Yeah. It just kept coming out of your mouth. Man, best red ball machine ever. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think that's enough letters for this week. Uh, thanks so. to uh, Adam and Matt and Steve and Jason and Eric, everyone who uh, wrote to us and talked to us on Facebook this week. You guys are awesome. Yeah, yeah. And uh, thanks to all our Twitter friends. We got some new followers this week. Um, thanks to uh, you know our good friend Renegade Lamer retweeting our stuff. Our friend uh, at Mister B Natural, uh, he he wanted uh, he wanted to let us know that the surprise revelation from last week's uh, episode, where Doctor Odd has the job working in uh, Chuck E. Cheese as the janitor, <laughs> is probably his favorite thing that has happened so far on our show. Cool. Well, I hate to break it to you, friend, but it's going to be the most favorite thing that ever happens on our show since yeah. we're going to die. So. Um, we got a rating on iTunes. Not a new review, but another rating. So Keep thank you. those stars coming, mystery yeah. person. Yes, mystery people. Just, uh, yeah, head into uh, head into iTunes. And if you don't have time to write a review, which we love to hear from you, even if it's, you know, how you like to skip our host segments or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> you know, um, write in and uh, or just, you know, write a review. Or just click a star. Click, click five of them. Click five of them. Yeah, that's our favorite number of stars. And hey, if you live in a country that is not the United States of America, why don't you, uh, and you've written us a review, take a screen cap of it, send it to yeah. us. Mail it monicinstitutesradio.com. Yep. Because then we can thank you on the show. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Seth. Yo. Guess what? Yeah. So, we're, um, we're still alive. Briefly. We're still alive, briefly, but I have an important thing. Okay. So, if there's a very, very, very small chance that we'll make it through. Oh, this, this don't encounter. get my hopes up. The very, very small chance. Don't but you do this to me. If we do, I think that we should do a special episode of our show. Okay, a special, a very special audio log? Yeah, because I mean... Wait, is this like, where you're going to get addicted to marijuana and I'm going to have to talk you off a ledge? It's it's going to be cough syrup and oh, the top of a pyramid. A, wow. <laughs> it's going to be a very special episode. Oh, man. But, um, so, you know, Dr. Odd doesn't seem to be around anymore, and uh, if we survive this, there's really no one to make us start watching season two right away, you know? Oh, yeah. So I thought, why not? He didn't automate not? anything. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's whatever, but why not, if we survive this horrible ordeal with this disgusting monster, why don't we just kind of uh, do like a season one postmortem? Okay. Like, uh, talk about season one, and I want everyone to write us in with any questions they have about season one, about any of the episodes, any of the weird stuff that happened. I'm kind of wondering about the whole Joel eating a grape thing that yeah, fizzled out. 
Um, anything that you guys have questions about season one, write them to us, mail at gizmonicinstitutesradio.com or post them on Facebook or send them to us on Twitter at MSD3K underscore podcast. And we will do our very best to answer those questions. If we're still alive. If we're still alive, yes. And as, as a Odd celebratory willing. thing, we, we may have a very special guest on who can maybe help us answer some of these questions. Yeah, I've just got to work on my hacking skills. Yep, and also we need to survive. We need to so. survive, and I need to watch Hackers again. But yeah, sell, uh, send us your um, your questions about Season 1 or any comments you have about Season 1. Any Anything just to, we could talk about in our Season 1 postmortem. Uh, mail at gizmonicinstitutesradio.com yeah. or uh, facebook.com slash gizmonicinstitutesradio or at msd3k underscore podcast on Twitter. And yeah, we're going to have a fun um, audio log. If uh, we're alive, it's yeah. If be there is fun. a next time, we're gonna. Seth, we're gonna I, I gotta, I gotta keep planning for it. Otherwise, it just everything just goes out the That's window. That's true. You gotta keep a stiff upper lip. Yes, you do. All right. Well, yeah. Well, I guess. What do, you, do you think that guy is still here, or uh, what do well, we do now? I guess we face our robot overlord. Well, if, if he was listening, I hope he liked it. You know, I'd have to say, that was actually pretty fun. Too bad I'm still going to saw off both your heads with chainsaws. No! Yes, I'll make you my puppet man. I'll stuff straw in your lifeless eyes, and your dried withered husk will spend eternity telling knock-knock jokes to youngins. I think I'm going to cry, or maybe have a panic attack. I think I'm going to do both. It's not all bad, pals. Did I tell you that I came up with a great new nickname for each of you? I'm afraid to ask. You, the tall one there. You're E-flat. And the other one there, you're G. Like, music notes? Kind of. I'm making a full-size keyboard out of human femurs. And you guys look to be just the right height to help out. After you, I only need three more keys and I'm done. Aren't there, like... 88 keys on a keyboard? Yup. And you'd think it would be difficult to find that many human leg bones, but it's actually not. They come right off if you pull hard enough. Oh, God! (laughs) That's it. Just cry. I can't wait to send the salt of your tears hurtling into oblivion. I'll make a double-decker ice cream cone with your eyeballs and feed it to a stray dog. Hey, guys. Noba, where have you been? This guy is crazy. He's going to murder us. Well, I have some good news and some bad news. Oh, God. I could use some good news. Like, real bad. Uh, well, it took a little bit of tinkering, but I managed to lock down all vital and secondary systems from any digital or physical attack. Which means that this guy isn't going to be murdering anyone today. Oh, God. <gasps> no, uh, are you kidding? You're the best. That's amazing. Yay. It's amazing My news. My crown is upside down. Uh, wait, wait. Did you disable the control of our pain motivators, too? Sure did. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, these are tears of joy face. now. Oh, oh, so, wait, wait. So, wait. So, what's the bad news, then? <laughs> well, in order to make absolutely sure we were safe... I kind of had to fire the emergency boosters and propel us out of Earth's orbit and towards deep space. Wait, so we're no longer in immediate danger of being brutally dismembered by a psychopathic animatronic artificial intelligence, but we're drifting out toward deep space? In a nutshell, yeah. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, totally, Nullbot. You rock. Hey, hear that, you dumb crazy monster? Good luck catching us now. Why, you little varmints. You sure are some crafty critters. Don't worry, I'll catch up to you, though. And when I do, I'll pull your still-beating hearts from your chest and force you to watch while I feed them to a nest of spiders. I will be seated atop a pile of your bones as I grind you to dust under my feet. Until then, you fellas have an awfully pleasant day. Wow. That was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Do you think he's serious about coming after us? Maybe? If there was anything I ever learned from the dating scene, it's that you should never underestimate the lengths a crazy person is willing to go to get their way. Well, I suppose that applies to the situation, somewhat. Either way, we need to do two things. Uh, yeah? First, we need to throw a party for Nobot for saving our bacon like a champ. Aw, shucks, guys. It was nothing. And as soon as that's over, we need to make sure that this ship has some functioning laser guns. Like, big laser guns. Because I'm not taking any chances with crazy animatronic monster guys or anything else we encounter. You know, because we're headed for deep space now. So, sound good? Sound superb. What a day, huh? Yeah, it's always something. So, what kind of party do you want us to throw you, Nobot? How about an ice cream party? Sure, as long as one of the flavors isn't murder robot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's oh yeah, we can laugh about that now. <laughs> <laughs> uh.